Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with the ECS DNA kit by Endocana Health. If you take pride in your canna nerdiness or are just canna curious, this kit empowers you to find more about the best cannabis choices. Right now, you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com using promo code POD25. Your purchase includes the Endo DNA Collection Kit, Endo Decoded Report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestions, and Endo Align products matching in your state. There will also be suggested dosage guidelines and optimum methods for inhalation or usage. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a buy one, get one offer on their Afika Soft Gel lineup. And since I know that many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afika Unwind, created to support health sleep cycles using patented proprietary formulations of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are in your future. Buy one for yourself and get one for a friend at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at the checkout for 25% off your DNA test kit. This is The Cannamom Show, a podcast chronicling the inspiring stories of real women in the emerging cannabis industry. Your host, Joyce Gerber, mom, lawyer, political activist, has been speaking with women from coast to coast who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving. Now, in season two, The Cannamom Show continues on its mission to empower women-centric cannabis businesses by sharing their stories with you. Go make yourself a cup of tea, or roll yourself a joint, sit back, and learn something new about this magical plant on The Cannamom Show with Joyce Gerber. Welcome, people. Hey, Dave. Welcome hey, back, hey. everyone. How are you doing, Dave? Yeah, hanging in there. I got You're my doing good. I got a venti coffee from Starbucks, so I'm at full strength. So we're good. And so I know you love being the co-host, but today we have a special guest. You get to be a little quiet. And before we introduce our actually <laughs> podcast guest, you could always add in. We know we love your voice. Before we introduce our podcast guest, we're going to introduce our co-host guest, which if you have been a fan of the show that I interviewed her last year, because we are not just expanding beyond Massachusetts, Dave, beyond Boston Podcast Network, mm-hmm. we are going international with the Canadian Canna Mom. She was also the winner of the infamous Bong for Mom quilt and she is the founder of Hip Lives, which I am proud the Cannamom Show is part of and other amazing ladies who are involved with healing and plants. So please welcome today, Amy Ryman. Let's have a round of applause. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Hey, 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 how are you? Welcome. So come on in. We're excited to have you. I'm joining you up there in Canada. I thought maybe you can talk a couple of minutes just about what Hip Lives is, because if anyone wants to know your story, go listen to the podcast. But this is something new and it's coming up. Yeah, awesome. I'm happy to do this. So Hip Lives uh, Foundation obviously just came from uh, desire to advocate in the cannabis space. Canada, obviously, first on the map to uh, to be legalized. We got to share that uh, message quite early. The mission is Health in Progress. That's the, uh, the acronym behind Hip Lives. Healing in Plants, obviously, a foundation of that, being very cannabis uh, positive and centric and, and destroying stigma through brands, education, different channels like 
like yourself or amazing women just across the globe. In research and development, we're really keen on uh, new science and, and tech going on everywhere for, for healing. Yeah, just sharing the and, message, a lot of yeah, and you're in this because of your and you're in this because of your son a lot. So we do talk a lot yeah. about pediatric cannabis and medicans and which is something we can get in with today's guest. So we are so happy to have you join us. We've been teasing Thank people you. for like a month has been going on and she's here, people. So yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we have our we have our Canadian voice. All right. So before before we go on, we have to introduce today's guest. So let's hear who she is because she's pretty awesome. Today's guest is the force behind JBK Wellness Lab in Southern California. The lab is named for her great grandfather to represent her family's long lineage with herbal medicine. Preserving the formulas handed down through her Korean family is her way of honoring those who laid the foundations of healing she is building on and improving. A hard worker who started very early in life on her path of healing with herbal medicines, she was only 19 when she jumped in. Today's guest is now a doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine. And in 2012, she was one of the first CBD producers in California, although it took some nagging for her to agree, but she couldn't help herself. She wanted to help children, and now she is the mom of two boys, and she's here to talk about her mission to heal, how formulations work, and why she's working so hard to help medical doctors understand the healing powers of cannabis and other herbal medicines. Please welcome to the Cannamom Show, Dr. Janelle Kim, founder and master herbalist at J. BK Wellness Lab. Welcome. Thank you for that, Joyce. That was a beautiful intro. I appreciate it. And, and, and you just so uh, nice to have you here, Amy. <laughs> my, so, my husband's a fellow Canadian, so. Oh, all right. So we're going into, we're, we're building networks everywhere. Let's just kind of like jump in where we started our, you talk a lot about balance. You talk a little bit about your formulations, but let's talk about how herbal medicines and cannabis, what is your mission in this very particular space? Okay, got it. Thank you for that. So as you did beautifully in my intro, clearly I'm a doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine, but as you brought up, the most important thing to me, what I like to say is that I come from a long lineage of people, of doctors and herbologists who dedicated their entire lives to understanding the human condition for the very reason that we can sit here and, and live our he uh, a healthy, optimal life with optimal well-being. That's what I'm trying to say here. Mm -hmm. yep. I'm really grateful to this and that's where everything stems from. So that's even how we got into the cannabis industry. So you're right for, I've been in the beauty and wellness industry for about 20 years now. Mm -hmm. I did start young. The truth is that I was born into this earth with exactly <laughs> these formulas, although it never really had, it's not like I grew up knowing this is what, what I was going to do. But it's in you. I think there's got to be something about that idea. If we can pass on trauma, we can pass on knowledge, can't we? Yeah, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so yeah, it's in you. It's not yin and yang at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the balance of it all. And yeah, so for 20 years, we've been in the beauty industry. Uh, I was at the forefront of natural products, which seems crazy to even think about. There was a time where natural products were not the thing that everyone talked about, right? In the spa industry. And what I have, what I've done for a long time and I'm continuing to do is that we basically create formulas for companies that are, so we're behind, I say the woman behind the woman, of course, mm -hmm. the man behind yeah, the man. Yeah. <laughs> we manufacture products for brands out there that are carried in your high-end spas, Ritz Carlton's, Four Seasons, your natural so, markets. Yeah. So you understand the back, so this is, I do talk to some women in labs and I have a consistent theme that I think women are elevating the professionalism of this industry because the women who are coming into it are higher level professionals to begin with. And I've seen this specifically in lab work because that is a big issue. Specifically in California, I've heard lots of crazy stories. The women who are trying to set up these labs in the right way, because we're talking about things that are going into our bodies absolutely, you know, and on our skin, and we really should be testing them correctly. So maybe you can talk a little bit about the, I don't know what the process or some of the procedures are, because you do work with a lot of 
beauty lines? What are the formulations? What are the things that you are doing with that, your lab that are specific? Right. And you I need, really appreciate I, you saying that, Joyce. And if I may say so, you couldn't have said it better. It is the truth. <laughs> we need everyone. But of course, women bring a certain kind of a hmm, complexity and a way of uh, organization and, and creativity. That's very important. And, and certainly, I have to say, I didn't. I, I think about this often, but don't always say it, but our lab is made up probably of 90% women. So it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. And you're very right. So whether it is being part of the high-end spa industry, the natural marketplace, the cannabis industry, which is which we deal only in CBD, mm-hmm. but that's a place where you really, it's so important because people jumped into this so quickly. And which is one of the reasons as you first said, or as you said in the intro, it took a little while to talk me into it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I know this ingredient, CBD, cannabis, I speak about it all over the world, but I come from it from a little bit of a different place. Okay. But so to answer your First, the question that you just said, that is so important for those looking to build brands. We deal with some pretty big brands out there that you see. So from that, even to the smallest company for starting, and that's the beautiful part. We have the luxury of working with those people because at the end of the day, the most important part to us is that people do care about the guidelines. They do care about the testing and they care about the formulation because the purpose of what I do, my mission in this life is to share herbal medicine, including CBD cannabis. And my lab stands behind that. And so pretty much we have the luxury of choosing who we want to work with. And if someone doesn't have that intention and that purpose, quite frankly, we kindly send them away because there's many manufacturing labs out there. And Which that is actually is- interesting for someone because I do say, and then we talk about this, you shouldn't find, you shouldn't buy at the drugs, you shouldn't buy it at the gas station, like never buy these products anywhere that is not really certified. So if someone could find out a, another product, they don't know, if they could figure out that your lab actually was behind right. it, they would understand the quality of it. So I think that's an interesting back end. Cause I always say you need to know the people who are growing your hemp at this point. I mean, absolutely. it's kind of confusing. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, are you guys know. organic? So Amy, I love that question. That question is one that I have actually spoken on in the herbal medicine, the beauty skincare. Also Joyce didn't answer your question. So we do, because I think it's helpful to know and answer your question, Amy. We do skincare, body care, hair care, dietary supplements, nutraceuticals, a lot on muscle and joint type of formulas as it's been handed down my lineage. Um, so having said that, Amy, yes, I'm a strong proponent of organic. When I feed my three-year-old, my seven-year-old, my family and friends, I think it's very important to look for organic for the reasons that we're aware of. The interesting thing is that sometimes when it comes to herbal medicine, organic is not always the way. And this could, we could have a whole podcast about this. Okay. Right? I'm always looking for new topics. Right? Okay, there you go. In fact, the company I, I briefly mentioned to you, it's called Good Essentials. One of the things that we wish to educate about right now, it's hand sanitizers, maskness, certain things that we worked really fast. We launched this company about three months because we knew that our children and we needed good formulas out there. And one of the main things we talk about is wild crafted or wild harvested, which is a little different than organic, Amy. And so I think this is really important for people to understand when it comes to plant medicine, which by the way, I just think that's so amazing that you're doing that, um, truly. Um, it's, It's so important to understand that because true herbal medicine, it gets down to such great detail, meaning... When you, for example, ginseng root, which, you know, is probably one of the most strongest medicines this world will ever know. (laughs) But even when you go to pick that ginseng root, one of the strongest ways, depending on your condition, one of the strongest um, forms will come from, let's say, a mountain in East Asia, right, in Korea or Northern China. And when it comes from that mountain, that's not necessarily organic. In fact, if you went over to those herbalists or the people harvesting or picking and finding these ingredients and you tried to talk to them about organic, they'd look at you, they'd have no idea what you were talking about. (laughs) You know, but what's more organic than that? So it's just a nice balance. 
And I think at the core of everything that I do, that I wish to do and at the lab, it's just really empowering people to let them know to, like you said, Joyce, you said it beautifully, to educate yourself and become aware and know what to look for, and then really find some experts that can guide us in that direction. Otherwise, it's just a world that can be very overwhelming. And, and, <laughs> it totally and, it's, um, and it's counterproductive for the cannabis industry because if people are trying products that aren't working, they think that we're not telling them the truth. So. Yes. Um, exactly right. We want to have quality products. We want to be agency authority. Like that's what we're doing, building these right. networks. And so this kind of comes back to, or sort of moves towards, you're doing a lot of beauty products. You're doing um, handstand, you're doing other things like that, but how are you, what are you doing with the medical community? This is like my favorite question because I, I understand doctors have a lot, they're busy. They got a lot yes. of stuff going on. They don't yes. learn about this necessarily. And I know there's a lot of pushback on Eastern medicine and Western medicine settings. You're you're crossing the borders in a lot of way, and you're standing up for cannabis. So you must true. be an interesting voice at these meetings. <laughs> you know, it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing, and I'm so grateful because that's just the way I even think about this often. I'm I'm grateful for the way that maybe I was put on this earth in the sense that it never bothers me. I have such great faith um, in the medicine, and beyond faith, it's thousands of years old. What, is more, what has more strength than something that has existed for thousands of years because it's worked? Right. I always say that no matter what I say, no matter what I educate about, no matter where I am in the world, it really comes down to you try it for yourself and you tell me if it makes a difference. I'm grateful because pretty much all of the formulas have been handed down in my lineage. We do variations of those formulas to create all these beautiful products, but pretty much my job is already done. And whoever create, whoever utilizes these, these, these herbal formulations in their products, their job is already done. We just have to get it to the people. Right. So having said that, I walk in, I'm the, I am truly the person who sees everything coming from one root and one principle. Okay. And I can certainly appreciate other people's feelings, opinions, their studies, research, development. But in this world, it's the way I raise my children. It's the way I've been raised. When we truly look at everything from the core, from the root, it all connects to one. So we can look at all the differences, but sometimes it's nice to look at the similarities. So when I walk into a room filled with Western medical doctors, when I'm up on stage with them on panels, when they come to my lab to help to, for me to help collaborate on their formulations, I swear whether maybe I don't pay attention to, to any of the differences when we're in that room, but pretty much I have yet to find a place or a time where when we stick to that principle of, of being a human being and what we're all looking for, to me, the most perfect doctor, the most, a true doctor, I should say, not perfect. A true doctor is one that no matter what cares about the patient and will use East, West, new, old, right. combine that to do the very best. And if you can't see that, then quite frankly, I keep moving in my road and, and that's the way it goes. So I, so I find that, so I did find that interesting. So I always say this is a health and wellness industry. This is literally what this is. Right. And, and just in general, I usually start the show with a rant, some sort of random political rant that I'm upset about, but oh, today I, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. But, that, but part of it is that we need different perspectives in this world. And yes. so doctors, I think for general are coming from a very similar perspective. I imagine just the education to get to even be able to be in medical school is very specific. And then yes. once you're in medical school, I assume it's a very specific sort of education that only a certain type of brain type, I would imagine can really get yes. through. But there are so many people who are healers. And I've come to this late in life. I always say cannabis is not my natural habitat and that I am really very, a little Northeastern close. I don't think it is you know. for many doctors. So can I, like in yes. Canada, at least the education is lacking. It's not yeah, what not is the I... focus within the school. It takes strong uh, leaders like uh, like yourself, Dr. Penel, to really teach them because they're taught Western farm. 
and to be able to be open. So to have a, a big voice, I say it's a big voice and to be able to be stand up to people who may not be open to it, but you're open to hearing them. You're creating that yeah. space for it to be okay. So I, that's beautiful. That's, that's an important that part of the medical industry. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to tell you, you mentioned it, that as I said, a couple minutes ago, in the beginning, I didn't just take this opportunity. Some people came into my lab. I get a call from my lab, Dr. Kim, someone walked into our lab. They happened to be literally the pioneers of the CBD industry, the people who started it as we know it today. Right. So I mean, we could start with that story. So I said it was 2012. So that was pretty early and very early. Um, Yeah. So it was about 2012. The backstory as moms, (laughs) I was pregnant with my first child and I get this call trying to, that's where we started really, that was the year we really started focusing on the manufacturing aspect and everything. And we had created some, some kind of a good reputation, some kind of, we definitely had a good reputation and integrity. People could trust us from what we had done in the beauty industry so far. And so this particular this pioneer, let's call them in this industry heard of us because ultimately I speak on often herbal medicine. Clearly, hemp cannabis is an herbal medicine. You know, as I speak on, it's a four thousand year old medicine that four thousand years ago, Emperor Shen Nung, the divine farmer, and so it's mm-hmm. the divine farmer. I love that. That's what they called him. I like that. Chinese history. He's one. Of, he's basically the father of herbal medicine, which every medicine, for, to some extent, comes from plants and herbs or plants. Let's say so. They knew that I understood this ingredient. Ultimately, we specialize in these kind of really special ingredients that are not always easy to formulate with. And I, a lot of what I educate on is that ingredients can be really powerful, but it's really important how you formulate them. Because just because you stick them into a product does not mean your body is going to accept it and process and assimilate it properly. So they came to us. So that's the back end and a lot of what I there. They came to us. I get a phone call, Dr. Kim, there's someone in our lab. And by the way, at that time, we don't, we didn't have signs up. We've never marketed and advertised in the way that, you know, most do. And so we're even wondering how did they find our lab? Right. (laughs) Right. Which is beautiful. I do look at life like that. And I get this call. They want us to work with cannabis. And honestly, I was in the middle of a million things. I said, no, and I'll stop up (laughs) because First of all, I didn't understand where they were coming from. Here's this beautiful ingredient. I'm not going to go down this road right now. There's so much that I'm trying to wish to share with the world about herbal medicine. So they called again. They were persistent. And then they showed me what they were doing with children and how they were helping children. This is longer story short with CBD. And then I realized, you know what? I'm already on the forefront of natural products. The other industry that I'm on the forefront of or have been is herbal products or herbal medicine. It's been around for forever. I think we're still there. But when I first started with some of these brands and had the Asian, uh, East Asian, whether it be photos and herbs, people told me, no, don't do that. And I would smile nicely and say, okay, thank you. And I keep going down my road because I know people have got to be looking for that. It's the balance right. of our world. And I am literally, for those who don't know and can't see me, I am, my father's Korean. My mother's American. I truly am East West. Oh, you, <laughs> you, know? you are the balance. <laughs> I, I, I will yearn to be, yes, Joyce, but hopefully I'm an example of exactly that. And so, right, you're right. In the beginning, I said no also, because I didn't know what was your intention. Because I I really, this medicine, we can have fun with it. We can relate to it, but it is a very serious thing. And I didn't want anyone to skew that. And so I decided then to complete this part of the story that, you know, because I was on the forefront, I'm not afraid. And when I really see there's something to be done, as Joyce and Amy, you both said, as a woman in particular, I thought, no, I'm going to stand up and I'll just make it, I'll take it under my wing with herbal medicine. And that's what we've done ever since with the opening of the farm bill. We have labs in Europe as well. Can we go back to that? Because I know you said you were traveling a lot before the the before C, BC or whatever we're going to call that. Right. Um, So so you (laughs) have been internationally been doing this thing. So how are you seeing this production? What's going on internationally with the world 
cannabis and it's through your eyes what are you seeing it's probably not traveling very much anymore or not at the moment no. yeah. <laughs> yes but we did we traveled a lot and I'm so grateful to have walked through my husband as my partner and the president and so he's very knowledgeable when it comes to all of this as well and so we basically pretty much helped to open it and uh, this to help to start this industry here in the United States and then we helped to open up what's the proper way of saying like countries so we'd help to with their regulations we'd literally work with them so they could understand CBD and get it into their countries properly and we of course it's all such these- a crazy environment <laughs> I, I remember actually one of the first one of the in the beginning however many years ago which according to my lineage is not very long ago but 2012 in the cannabis industry is pretty oh they're like dog years like dog years yeah exactly this is the <laughs> truth and i was actually up in saskatchewan amy which i had never been to before and that's oh my god we had to they had to drop a pin i was very pregnant and i'm like where in the world are we going but i love it. it's just such a funny thing to be able to walk through and see something that truly does come from such a long history like i said four thousand year old plant that has been known way back 4,000 years ago for the same reasons that we are now understand how they help the body today. What a beautiful thing. Like I just, I think about this so often, how powerful that is. So anyway, so I do, I find that it's really important to bring away some of the uncertainty. I think that's very important. This herbal medicine, CBD, it's not some new discovery. <laughs> there's much discovery to be done. That's the beautiful East, West, old, new. I'm always a proponent of. And there's challenges in in, in the spaces as in Canada, we come right from the CBD flower versus right. hemp. So right. there's two different discussions, especially when it comes to regulation and in international markets and education. So Absolutely. there's in the science for, yes. for what it's worth medicinally as well. Oh, absolutely, Amy. Absolutely. And I really appreciate that. That's exactly why I'm such a strong proponent of, of furthering our understanding, but never forgetting our root, which yeah. just makes everything much more, I don't know, consistent and grounded in, yeah. in what we do. And then it's also, you know, it's also this idea. We talk about this a lot. We live in the anomaly in history. You say 4,000 years. I've read, I do a funny thing, 10,000 years of cannabis history in five minutes. We, we are living in a weird time where our systems were dormant. And for whatever reason, it was taken out of our diets and our medicines. And you see this, there's a lot of illnesses that there's a a discussion that maybe these illnesses are existing because of our systems are dormant and we haven't been feeding them correctly and we have no balance and our receptors need them. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And I like that you say that Joyce and Amy, it's not, it's a conversation that's had, but it's another one of those where you, where I sit down sometimes and my mind is, it's like almost blown because there's, we are now speaking of the endocannabinoid system and how often in people's lifetimes, do they realize this whole new system <laughs> and now put it in our medical books? And that's a big deal. <laughs> and, that, and that's how I always say, that's why I'm, I am a middle-aged woman who transitioned into cannabis late in life. <laughs> and this is an area where women can be helpful and we can build it. We can build our own table. You know, we're, we, we're, we're rebuilding an industry or we're, we're reconstructing. I don't know. We're, it's a, a thing that exists and we're creating it in our image. Absolutely. And that's my goal. We do have Dave. It's mostly. <laughs> I have Craig. I know. <laughs> I it's all good. <laughs> that's the balance. We, we've focus. <laughs> <laughs> we focus with the ladies. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about, I know that you've been doing a lot of things. You have children, you have businesses, you aren't traveling as much, but are you writing a book too? Is that another thing you're doing on top of all your other <laughs> Yes, I am. So, and what, is, and, what is, and what is this focused on and where are you in the process? Yes, I really appreciate bringing this up because it's something that I just recently started speaking of, but this goes very deep. To wrap my head around it, what I think of is it really comes down to, I say, three pillars, medicine, philosophy, and movement. 
And if you have a balance in those areas, which is a constant thing, we never just achieve balance. It doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. It's a constant, you know, Halt in progress. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's even important, I think, to acknowledge that for ourselves. You know what I mean? Minutely, daily, whatever it means to us. And that's exactly what the book is about. It's something, it's a concept that I call living meditation. And in the same way that I look at the body, how we create the formulas that you always want to balance. And we hear this word a lot, but what does that mean? You know, when, when, when something's balanced, it means it functions properly. So whether it's our, whether it's our organ systems, whether it's our muscles and joints, whether it's our mind, our hormones, whether it's our relationship with others, it all comes down to that balance, that yin and yang, if you will. And so my wish is to explain that particularly to our culture, um, to our society in a way that people, we can grasp because it is a constant practice. And I call it living meditation because it's one thing to be able to sit down and have a few moments to sit and, and calm our mind and do deep breathing or do some movement, whatever it, whatever we can do to, what is the purpose, to ground ourselves and become more aware and to purify ourselves right? Just like we clean our windows, we also have to clean ourselves. If we walked into a room and everything is all dirty, whether you you choose to clean it or not, you acknowledge it's a little disorganized. At some point, maybe we should clean it. The same thing happens inside. And that's what this book that, you know, I'm currently writing is about. It's about that living meditation, that constant practice. Sometimes it's hard to even have five minutes to sit down to have that. So why can't we make that part of our daily life where we check in as we go? And we look at every situation and we realize what is the correct thing to do in that situation. And it's the most empowering thing. Sometimes it's important to be strong and tough. And sometimes the older I get, if I may say, with more wisdom, it doesn't really have to do with age. I've always been one till I was never afraid. I always wanted to get older and look older because we'll never take <laughs> it. You know, I, I was the, the only one in America is like, I want to look older. Although I'm embracing the gray now, but yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. But it's a funny thing. No, I love that. I, and I talk about, I am a person of faith. I believe in the mind, body, spirit yes. thing now. And that yeah. I kind of kid like living in the moment can suck because sometimes the moment sucks, but living in the moment is so important and to be aware and Obviously, cannabis has helped me with this. I am a type A personality. I am very edgy. I didn't like divorce. Whatever. I was, I couldn't have used it when my kids were younger. I say this all the time. This is the message even Amy's giving. Yes. The message we had was so wrong and we were unhealthy. Yes. And and I feel bad about that. (laughs) Yes. And I think this generation needs this, especially the women now need to hear that message so much. We are good enough. We have it in ourselves. We can find our own balance. It's not external, but sometimes we just need to simplify things and just, listen, really. I love that, Joyce. That's what I say all the time. When it comes down to the formulations, when it comes to living meditation, the book, whatever part, I'm always about that simplicity. Things can be so complex and that's important, but just going down to, we already talked about looking at the root, the principle of different things. And then, as I said, and you said beautifully too, there's certainly times in my life before many experiences where there was a part where I felt as a woman, you did, I was was so strong, came off so strong. And that was maybe at that portion of my life was really good when studying, like you said, that's not so easy. Going to school nonstop, being clinic, all starting companies, you have to be so strong all the time, but what a beautiful and what an empowering thing to, to realize that sometimes the greatest strength comes in flexibility, when to do, when not to do, when to be strong, when to be hard and when to be soft. And actually I like to say in part of what I'm sure I am currently putting in the book as a simple phrase called be like bamboo. And it's one of my favorite things, which is why I I just like sharing the things that I find help myself yeah. and all those around me. So what's being like bamboo? What's like, what is- okay, got it. So, so if you're a stiff board, you look at this hard board and I'm holding it in my hand and you certainly, if I hit someone with it, I would probably hurt them. I could break something with this board, but there's something to say about being stiff 
and, and so um, almost not flexible because that board, if you hit it too strong, it can break. If you hit it right at, the, at a certain point, it can break. But you look at something like bamboo, it has such deep roots and has such flexibility and is so strong. Bamboo is not easy to break. Let me be the first to say this. But when a huge storm comes, those strong winds, that rain, you name it, that it can bend the bamboo all the way to the ground until that storm passes. And then all of a sudden that boom, bamboo comes right back up and stands up because its roots are so strong. And that is be like bamboo. I love right? that. I love it. I oh love it. Strong roots, Amy, strong roots and <laughs> yes. persistence yes. really. Okay, on, on that happy note, let's just talk a little bit about your boys and then we're going to take a break. They're young, three and seven, I think three you said. Seven. Oh, so, my boys, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> so I talk to a lot of mamas who are sick or have been sick, who are yeah. using cannabis as medication. So the way they talk to their children is very specific. Yes. Um, people are in the industry. So how, obviously this is your And children. Problem. Yeah, and, and children needing access. I, obviously with my son being one of the first pediatric prescriptions in Canada, Dr. Cameron, we get asked all the time, the accessibility and what it's good for. Like I want, I love to ask, like are your children regularly taking CBD and those things? And, and how do you handle those questions with the other parents? Yep, yes. that's the question. <laughs> I really appreciate that, Amy. And it's not so easy. I'll be for the first to say that. I'll speak for myself. Your children are your children, <laughs> not just my children, but children in general. They're so um, pure. They're so innocent. And we have to protect them. <laughs> and this is the overwhelming feeling. And so to answer one of the questions I just heard you say, yes, I do. I incorporate CBD as well as other herbal ingredients, because I always believe in proper formulations. True herbal medicine, again, this could be a whole other podcast as well, Joyce. True herbal medicine, we obviously acknowledge the strength of one ingredient, a powerful ingredient. Here we have hemp, cannabis, CBD. That is a superior herbal ingredient. But oftentimes, true herbal medicine, when you start to formulate that ingredient with other herbal ingredients, you start to create a formula where those ingredients work synergistically together and create like a perfect recipe. And why is that important? Because when you have something that's very balanced, that goes into or onto your body, remember our skin is our largest organ, <laughs> right? That means that our body absorbs it and assimilates it. And whatever isn't used is also eliminated. There's three steps there that are really important. And that's what makes everything function. And so even when it comes to CBD, the way that I give it to my children is in a proper formulation. So for example, we have a vitality formulation, one that's good for your overall well-being, very balanced, very calm. I like to say that any really good skincare or dietary supplement, nutraceutical for overall well-being should be exactly that very calm, for lack of a better word of saying it, because that's what you wish for it to do for your body. And that is how I give it to my children. So I am always a big proponent of taking CBD and combining it with other ingredients Okay, in a perfect formula. Like a multivitamin. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And then also that gives different functions too. You know what I mean? CBD is an incredible herbal ingredient. Obviously, I can go, I speak on this, I can speak on it for hours and my sleep. But it is important to truly make a formula powerful for the skin. You use other ingredients to help it. You know what I mean? To get to um, your face so that it can lift, to get to your stomach so it can help your digestion. So, and so Janelle, because maybe you posted this. There's something about the primary and then it's almost like an army. Like you have yes. these are your helpers, these are your guards. Is that, I think that was your post. I'm like, well, yes. that makes sense. This is the primary and these are the people who support it. It's like a whole world. 
Yeah, I love that you love that choice because that was that's <laughs> one of my favorite things that I've ever learned about Eastern medicine and formulation. They used to ask me, you know, in the spa industry, okay, so what's the delivery system? And I'm like, do you want me to tell you about the delivery system? Like that lasts for thousands of years? I'd love to. And that's exactly it. The way that they used to look at how medicine even came to be, like according to legends from thousands of years ago, is that people who lived in nature, who lived in our world, started looking around and saw the way that the rivers flowed, how the trees grew, how things related to each other, and literally started to think, I wonder if that's how our bodies work. Back then, they didn't have books. They didn't have teachers who taught them medicine or how um, physiology and anatomy. And that's how they started looking at it. And what a beautiful thing. And that's, there isn't really a distinct, and I'm not an earthy country girl. I say this all the time. <laughs> that the idea that there isn't really a distinction between nature and people. This is, we're all, this is the same thing. We're all in this together. So on that kind of hopeful note, because this is what women talk about, we will be yes. back on the other side of this announcement with Dr. Janelle Kim of JBK Wellness Labs and my friend, Amy Ryman, back in a minute. Surprise, it's me again. I wanted to take a minute to thank everyone who's made season two of the Canna Mom show so much fun and so popular. Honestly, I'm a little overwhelmed. And to show our gratitude, the Canna Mom show team has some exciting news to share with you. If you are a cannabis-focused business or want to find cannabis industry connections in your field or want to engage with cannabis activists, we want to hear from you. Because beginning in 2021, the Cannamon Show will be offering sponsorships that will allow you to support the voices of women in this industry that need to be elevated and give you the opportunity to connect with the thousands now engaged each and every week with the Cannamon Show on multiple social media platforms, podcast distribution sites, and internationally on our Canadian Cannamon Amy Ryman site, Hip lives. So if you sell a product, offer a service, or want to engage others, the Cannamom Show wants to hear from you. And together, we will crush that cannabis stigma one can of story at a time. Now, back to the show. Oh, welcome back. We're here. All right, before we finish up with our interview today, Amy, let's just talk about masks. <laughs> I know you're in Canada. You're not really that it's far away. It's mandatory here. Yeah, it's a whole different world. leave our home. Can, are there issues? Is anybody opposed to it? Is there freedom of what is going on in Canada? Nothing like here? I, I think that initially there was like a lot of opposition. People that have you know breathing problems and find them stifling and, and whatnot, they weren't uh, requested to, you know, weren't made ma mandatory. But the glares that you get if you don't wear a mask or the conversations that you might have to have, they just didn't seem worth it. Myself, I have asthma. So I was one of the, those people in that pocket of I'm against it, but yeah, now it's, no. uh, it's, it do, is do, do, like, do, a do you have a favorite mask? Do you have something like that you like to wear all the time or do you have a thing that you pull up? Or... I match them. I match them. I oh, coordinate okay. them to my outfits, but they become keys in a wallet. You're like yep. keys, wallet, cell phone, mask. So it's, it, I've got them everywhere. You know, yeah, I like, <laughs> Jeez, like I've started, I make all my masks. So like I started making them with adjustable earpieces now. That's my new like thing. I love that. I and love that. Stretchy. They have a little Canamom logo in it. Very <laughs> nice. You got to, you have to get Dr. Janelle's good essentials and, and spray those ones. Cause oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you were saying your son, my son, my husband has the same reaction. I'm like, uh, time to wash the mask. And he's like, mm, this one smells okay. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. Time to brush my teeth. Um, yeah. The vote, you know, you can express yourself with your mask now, but I do the fashion statement part. Janelle, so we we're talking about how some people like to smell their own mask, but you say you have a new product now that you're trying to help people have better mask hygiene. 
Yes, Joyce. So this is really exciting because normally I'm behind the brand and this is the first time in a long time I'm with a brand and it's called Good Essentials. It's with a very close friend of mine, a fellow mom. And we decided that in this time where all these hand sanitizers are out in the world, which I don't have to go into that, how toxic many of them can be. This is another place where everyone jumped in and started manufacturing products and did not follow proper guidelines, proper formulation. And this is exactly what can happen. So it can relate to every industry. That and also wearing masks, particularly our children. I'm fortunate um, enough, depending on how you look at them. My little one is able to go to school, but of course he has to wear his mask at all times. So combining all this, we worked very quickly. In three months, we launched Good Essentials, which has very properly balanced hand sanitizers that have 70% you know, plus alcohol. So it kills 99.9% of germs. That, that was all- the issue is they weren't really like high enough the alcohol content in some of these. They weren't actually doing what they yeah, said they were supposed uh, to do. That's one yeah. of the issues. One, <laughs> well, okay. yeah. no, one of the many. All right, we don't have to do that. Okay. Yes, this is the truth. But of course, combines proper herbal medicine, because that's in everything that I do, aromatherapy. So it really helps to, that formula helps to soften and protect the skin while killing germs and bacteria, which is really important for us, of course, but particularly for our kids who have such sensitive, gentle, reactive type of skin. And then we created the mask mist, which is in the very, the original mask mist, which you can spray on your face, of course, because it's all certain essential oils. It's a blend that combines different essential oils that are aromatherapeutic, but also have antibacterial, antiviral properties, and truly just make it um, that much more of an enjoyable And what, what are the scents that people have? The choices, or is it one smell? Or so we made one scent for the mask mist, which okay. is like a lavender rosemary, very subtle, the children alike, and that was done purposefully. The hand sanitizer, we have two different scents, like a citrus and then also a lavender rosemary. And then we decided, I- because it's such a huge product, we have our balm. We call it the essential balm. I say, if you've ever seen my Greek, big fat Greek wedding, it's like the Windex, right? You put it on everything. <laughs> but it's uh, Vig, Vigla. <laughs> Windex for everything on my elbow, everywhere. We do Windex. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so are you that. using a hemp for your, the, the alcohol? Are you using a hemp-based ethanol? No, you know what, Amy? I love that idea. And we actually spoke of this. If anyone had any idea what happened in the industry, packaging, ingredient, and otherwise, when we just walk through what we just walk through, I don't even want to say the, the words we're all currently balancing with that situation. It's unbelievable. So to even get any kind of ingredient, any kind of alcohol is so very tough, but we are certainly actually looking into that because I think that would just be that much more purposeful. But for now... We have to find always the very best, but it's not so easy right now, which is just a crazy It is true. Point. Just even to find alcohol to clean your bong, people. It's been my daughter called me up the other day. I'm yes. like, I don't know, CVS. She's like, no, mom, there's none. So, yeah. yeah it's a funny <laughs> thing. That's the conversations you have when you are open about cannabis with your 18-year-old. Yes. So, there you go. Yes, I love that. <laughs> uh, all right. So one more question before our time is up, because it's almost up. The future of cannabis, medicine, labs. Do you have a vision for 2021? The world going to oh, come around? Yeah. Yes. I believe in balance. I, and that's all we can do right now is have faith that we will find balance in this world where there's one extreme, it will adjust. And that's just nature. And then when it comes to integration, let's say, for to sum it all up with everything, I've never seen a time where where I've seen this powerful, to be honest, where so many people are becoming more aware, wanting it from the medical community to people. We're coming into a time where I don't think there's going to be an option pretty soon where, where we do have to integrate. And I think that's a beautiful thing going back to our first conversation. So. That's so hopeful. Okay, now we're going to start talking because I'm like, <laughs> life is good. I don't have to be sad today. Oh, thank no. you, Dr. Janelle Kim. Thank you for joining us today. So you have your good essential products. What's the best way for people to reach you, connect with you? I know your Instagram yeah. feed is beautiful. So people oh, want to get some happy, uplifting photos. Check her out. 
Yes, Instagram at Dr. Janelle Kim, Facebook, Dr. Janelle Kim. I'm on LinkedIn. And I really am trying to be that much more consistent and present on social media because it is a beautiful way to be able to be in touch, just like you just mentioned. So, right, Good Essentials, like you said, is a brand that we're working on. And then jbkwellnesslabs.com. And I have my website, Dr. Janelle Kim. So, the book is a book out the name yet or just that, that's in the future not yet, talk, not yet. okay that's future. a teaser and you'll be one of the first to know Joyce <laughs> we'll have it out It'll, we can put it on our, our store all right thank you Amy thing. was this fun Amy Ryman our Canadian can mom woohoo thank you yeah. so much Amy. <laughs> great awesome. to connect with you this is awesome really love what you're doing in this space and good luck with all the the future uh, your message is so important and it's well received thank you Amy I have the feeling is so very mutual I'm really honored to be on today Joyce and all Amy right. Building our our building network and cannabis people one cannabis story at a time. All right, thanks, Dave. You did a good job turning on the button. So proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) It's what I do. Thank you. He's there, the man behind the scenes. Okay, I want to thank Josh Lampkin and Bella Jaffe for writing and performing the Cannamom theme music. Janice, you're doing a great job with my social media. And of course, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the Cannamom show where we are talking about caring for and giving voice to women in the emerging cannabis industry one can of story at a time please follow us on social media subscribe anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast i'm your host joyce garber this is the Mom show and we are a production of pod 617 the boston podcast network Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Cannachix Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.